Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Aaron. My name is Max. Hey, everybody. Welcome. So today we decided we are going to talk about Black Lives Matter. And it's not something that we would had scheduled to talk about, but we felt we needed to and compelled because um, we have a voice and we want to um, we want to we want to be there and participate and talk about important things. Um, so that's what today is. Um, my goal for today, um, from my side of it, and I know Max and I have different things that we want to share with you. And so my side of it is I want to um, talk and point in um, some places that you can find that have helped me out, some places where I become more educated and some things that I think um, are important to port towards. And I want to be able to give you the freedom to follow and be educated and pursue your um, really education in this in the way you want. So what I want to do is share some different things you can do as far as looking at, okay, where are some accounts on Twitter you can follow? What are some accounts on Instagram? Here are some free things you can do. Here are some YouTube stuff. I kind of want to get a flavor of things surrounded around Black Lives Matter, racism, everything that's going on in the U.S. right now. Yeah, and resources are important. We're going to have plenty of those for you. Um, but understand, too, that this whole episode, like, it's not comprehensive by any means. This is just the beginning of a conversation that needs to be happening for the rest of your life. Yes. Because this is the rest of the lives of Black people in America. Yes, absolutely. And that was one thing I wanted to stress, too, when I was talking about these is exactly that. I am giving you, we are giving so few resources right now. There's so many things out there and Max is absolutely correct. This is not a, let's look at this for the next three months. It is, this is, needs to be your life because this, he's right. This has been black people's lives, their entire lives and moving forward continue to be. Yeah. And we'll touch on that in a little bit too, because, you know, racial stamina is a very functional component of this for white people. And it's important to be able to identify that and recognize it when it happens, but we'll get there. Yes, absolutely. Um, Max, I know you told me you had some things that you wanted to share. I, I didn't have any pre-statements that I had. So if you want to talk. Um, yeah, sure. We so we can kind of work, work from there. Yeah, absolutely. So I think what's most important to understand when, as, especially as white people coming into this experience, is that this is life for black people in America. This is not something that just happened. This is not... Um, the murders, the recent murders are not just, uh, you know, spontaneous. These happen daily, weekly, all across our country. Um, and because these populations are marginalized, because these populations are economically disenfranchised, um, born out of a history of white supremacy culture in America, um, people just don't care. And it's taken it's taken the murder of George Floyd to catapult this into the national spotlight. But George Floyd is just one of dozens of names of black people who have been murdered by police officers over the last few years in our nation. And it's just reached a breaking point, I hope. Um, and it's really scary and it's really exciting. And one of the things that's most important for me to sort of explain to people and bring to white people is that I was not always like aware of this either. This is only something that's really been a part of my understanding about the world and the way our nation works for, 
I'd say the last sort of eight years or so, you know, maybe the last decade. But the point is that it's a huge conversation. It's okay to feel overwhelmed. It's okay to feel left behind. It's okay to feel even defensive, frustrated, mad. Like, you know, when I first learned about this, I was like, wow, they didn't teach me about this in middle school. And some people say, well, I didn't learn about it in school, so it's not real. And it's like, ultimately, the way I always try to present it initially is that our fellow Americans, our fellow human beings are reaching out to us, are crying out and saying, this is not right. And we have to do what we can to talk about it. And talking about it, because I'm, I'm an action person, you know, I'm always like, well, what can we do about it? Well, how do we fix it? I want to fix it. Um, it's a very sort of type A personality thing. And what's important to remember is that talking about it by talk, by even just having a conversation, you are already doing more than most people. By being aware that it's happening, by talking with other white people about it, by raising awareness, that is most of the work is because white supremacy culture thrives on the subsumption of the needs of black Americans. So by talking about it, by bringing it out of the darkness and into the light, we give it more attention and we give it more traction and hopefully more opportunities to thrive. Yeah, absolutely, man. I know that um, it's it's been something in my life that's been honestly very, very recent um, and something that uh, I absolutely have to be um, open and, and honest. And I think when Max shared something earlier with me today that um, was really, I mean, honestly, just impactful in the moment. And it really is the the notion that he just talked about of, of having the conversation and, and having that being bringing that awareness to it um, and, and, and having those conversations, even if you feel like you aren't prepared and can't. You know, I was looking at something the other day and it said um, something about people <laughs> get things right only after they make mistakes. I'm paraphrasing heavily here, but the whole thing is, is like, we're going to make mistakes in this and, and that's how we're going to move forward and, and, and progress. Correct. Yeah. And if you Google, if you just Google white symptoms, characteristics of white supremacy culture, you'll find lists from dismantling racism, a workbook for social change groups written by Kenneth Jones and Tima Okun from change work in 2001. And the first item on the list of the characteristics of white supremacy culture is perfectionism, because perfectionism means that you get, if you, if you are not an expert that you have to shut up and, and that is what keeps people down. And that's what keeps black people in America so exploited is because we, unless you're an expert in the field, you're not allowed to talk. And so all these voices just get sort of shoved to the side. And it's, it's one of like a dozen different characteristics. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them here. Please look into it. Cause a lot of what this is about today is not just um, a raising awareness, but a call to action to do your own work. Right. And that's what, that's what it is. It's work. Like, no, it is not easy. It's not fun. But as un, as like what I always try to remind myself when I start to feel like I've run out of energy for this work is to remember that I can take a break because I have the privilege of being white. That's literally what white privilege is, is I can watch TV and not worry about 
being gunned down in the street because of the color of my skin by our militarized police systems. Right. And so knowing that other people, black people, people of color in this nation do not have that luxury always reminds me from a place of compassion and a place of empathy and sort of motivation to, to keep, to keep going. Right. They can't, they can't take, take a break. Right. Some people are like, I'm taking a break from social media and it's like, must be nice. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Must be nice to have that option. Um, Can you repeat the name of that book for me one more time and who wrote it? Because it was a little fast and I couldn't quite catch it. It's called Dismantling Racism, a workbook for social change groups by Kenneth Jones and Tima Okun. Perfect. Speaking of books, that leads me to one of my first things that I wanted to share with everybody. If you're interested in reading about it, mm-hmm. um, I've had somebody who has shared with me uh, a website and all of these links, everything that I'm sharing today and Max and I are talking about, um, I'm going to put in our uh, description of the episode. So you're going to have links to everything. If you just look through your Spotify or really anywhere where you can have our description of what this episode is about, it's pretty much just going to be a link of every like of the things, the things that we are talking about today that you can tangibly go get right now, like that book. Um, And so I have a website, um, a bookstore, actually, that has put together a wonderful list of understanding and dismantling racism, a book list for white readers. Mm-hmm. And it's a independently owned feminist bookstore. It's called Cheris Books, C-H-A-R-I-S, Books and More. Um, CherisBooksandMore.com is where you can find that at. And we're going to have uh, a comprehensive list on the Infinite Pulp website of all of these different resources, too. So you can yeah. like go to find them that way. You don't have to like be taking notes and scribbling in the car or anything. No, 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 no. So, yeah, that's what I was saying earlier is, is we don't have the website up yet. Um, but what we do, what we will do is, is we're going to have a comprehensive list of everything we're talking about, all the the things that I'm sharing that say, you can go here, you can go here, you can go here. Um, I'm going to put all of those links in our episode description. So you'll see all of those. Yeah. And and so it's one of, I mean, they have, this is something where I, I reached out to a, to a friend and asked him, you know, is there a place I can get started? And this is what he gave me Mm -hmm. he gave me this list um, of books. And so I think um, even the book you had just mentioned is on this one as well. Yeah. Is, um, do you have a a list of like lots of different books? Is that what you said? Um, It's, it's essentially the, I have, what I'm going to do, it's a really long website URL. So I'm not going to put the URL in there, but, um, and there, there's a long list. I mean, it's not like a short list. It's good. Um, Several, several books, and there are, I mean, there's probably 20, 25 here, if not more. Which Can I get is, you just, to shoot me the list on Discord right quick? Yeah, absolutely. Here. I just want to double check. I don't want to be, like, redundant in our information. No, go for it. So this is just where I started with, with the books. Um, there are... The the main main website that that I'm going to put out there for folks though that to go look at and, and go check it out and explore it and look at it and I'm sure if you've been on social media hopefully you've seen this shared but it's the um, Black Lives Matters Co and it's very important because there's very specific lettering in there. Um, it's Black Lives Matters with an S at the end and Lives with an S. Um, so lives and matters is plural card has two R's in it. So dot C A R R D and then dot co. Yeah. Um, 
that website um, was also something that I was shared. So on there, you can sign petitions, you can do texting, you can call, you can donate. What they do is, is they give you a lot of different ways to do it your way. And this is really our kind of really my like, go do something. There's a website on there or there's a place on there that you can play a game on your phone that helps. Like there are so many different ways to donate and to help do this mm-hmm. and to educate that just do what you're able to do. And that's really what I'm like. I want to like stress that, like you don't have to do what you're going to do, you know, be, but do something, I guess. <laughs> is, yeah. is, no, there are lots of different ways to participate. There are right. lots of different ways to engage and help. And like we're doing now, like talking about it is one of them. And it's one of the biggest ones. So talking with people about it, going through these lists, talking about these books with people. Um, the book that I will just sort of highlight, because for me, it was the most co- comprehensive in terms of like beginning the process. Because I think, you know, for a lot of people, this is new and it's a mm-hmm. lot to take on. And like, I want, I want to take a moment too to identify like as whites doing this work, we don't have racial stamina, right? And racial stamina is the ability to talk about these difficult things for extended periods of time, to really sit with them, wrestle with them, chew on them and work through them. And so that's why you hear people saying, I'm taking a break from the media. I'm taking a break from this, right? And so I will always be a proponent of your personal mental health. No one can take care of you except you. If you need a break, take it. But please remember that these people that the black people and the people of color in America, these communities can never take a break. Mm -hmm. And so when you have regained your energy and when that stamina has replenished, please come back because they cannot do it without us. Our white voices are what matters. We are the white shield that they have to cry out for to stand between them and the police. So they are not brutalized and it's absolutely necessary so if you have to take a break take it but don't don't stay away yes because people will continue to be murdered if you do yeah 100 percent. no it's it's gonna yeah it's everyone's gonna have to be involved in change it's not gonna be just the black community we all have to do this yeah like this is like this is a society community thing this is not something you get to sit out of right you know it's right. it, it's not something to me. It's not something you can have an opinion on. Does that you know? Like- Correct. Yes, and that's something too. And I want to. I'll circle back around to the book I was talking about in a second because I kind of tangented there. Um, but you're absolutely right that human rights are not a political issue and should not be. And so when people say, "Well, I don't want to talk about politics," it's like human rights is not political. Human rights is the fundamental sort of quality of life in this world. Like. It's not political. And if you think it's political and you use politics as an excuse not to engage about one of the biggest human rights movements of possibly the last 50 years, then you are part of the problem. And you really need to take a close look at what politics means to you. Because essentially, politics is people because it's born out of the Greek Greek word polis, meaning the city, which was the people. Right. So it's born out of community. Politics is born out of community. And there is no better work you can be doing, regardless of your political beliefs, than standing up for your fellow human beings ever. Yes. What's the um, uh, before we get tangent to too much? What's your what's the book you want? It's to- called. Yeah, it's called White Fragility. And 
it's it's a it really tackles all these issues. It's on that list you mentioned, um, and it's a, it's by Robin D'Angelo, and she does work. She does trainings with a black colleague for companies on race work and anti racism work. And so she's had firsthand experience on the journey herself. She's had for tons of firsthand experience trying to help white people make make this journey and do this work. And so she has a ton of helpful advice. She presents it. Basically, she lays it out like the journey that it's going to be for you, which is huge. And so you yeah. can like identify where you are on that journey and really narrow in and focus in on that area and and find resources and opportunities for yourself to be growing there. Um, but while we're talking about resources, I just want to say that I think it's really important that white people understand that you can't, don't just go up to black people and say, Hey, what should I be doing? Right. Right. Yeah. Like don't just do that because asking them to do your work for you is really not fair. They're already suffering. They're already having to shoulder so much, like do your own work, do your own research. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nope. Absolutely. And and I'll be honest with you. I, I did that. I talked to somebody about that and I said, what can I do? And, and he was wonderful to me and gave me. But I, it's one of those things where I'm like, I question it the whole time. I was like, I, I, this is not this is not right. th I should be doing this work on my own. Like, you know, yeah. it, it's so it's one of those things where um, you're absolutely right. Yeah. And, and that's something that if you go out there and you look and you're and you're looking at Instagram, Twitter and you're following um social media, you're going to like, from what I've seen is I've seen a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people, um, tell me, I mean, not tell me, but like, say, yeah, absolutely. Like it's not our job to educate you on mm -hmm. this, but yeah, we have, like, we're, it's what like, what choice almost like, do we have? Yeah, absolutely. You know, like we right. shouldn't have to do this, but we have no choice. We're like, this because, is because we're not doing our own work. Yeah. Right? And when yeah. we're not doing our own work, they have to do it absolutely. for us and they shouldn't have to. Yeah. So it, you know, you're hundred percent right. Um, the uh what else did you see any other books on that list that stood out that you wanted to mention um or? one book that is not on that list that i do want to mention okay, is cool. by a man named ibram x kendi and it's called how to be an anti-racist and that's another fabulous resource those are two that are very like user-friendly they're approachable for that's like good for people who have not done much yet so there's not a lot mm -hmm. of terminology that's confusing or anything. They kind of like break it down for you and, and walk you through it and lead you into it sort of thing. Cool. Good, good, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this is where I'm starting. I haven't read this yet, but I will be starting with white fragility. I encourage um, you to. It's, it's, it's a great, it's a great springboard. It really yep. is. Cause that's really where I'm at. My, my, like for me, it's like, okay, I need to figure out how I can talk about this. Yeah. Cause, cause I'm not there yet, you know? Yeah. And so, um, the, another, thing if i mean you're listening to our podcast you're already here so that means you must like podcasts at some point and so <laughs> i want to show a few other podcasts that can start and kind of jump you into these um and so the first one um i want to share is going to be it's called slay in your lane the podcast mm -hmm. um it's a podcast and it's another person that i've said you should go follow on twitter as well but it's i believe i got this right it's yomi adagoki mm -hmm. um and, and it's another person who I cannot pronounce the last name, unfortunately. But Try. It, um, it's Elizabeth Uve Biene. It okay. looks like, um, and I'll put this up there too, um, who they wrote the book, Slay in Your Lane. So it's also a book that you can go to. But essentially, it's looking at news and pop culture from a black woman's perspective. Mm -hmm. And so cool. it's an important one to have. Um, 
a couple other ones on there and I keep seeing this person's name pop up and I have not done the proper research into it yet today um, to get into it. Um, but I do want to share it. Um, it's the podcast, though, is called um, The About Race with Rene Edi Edo Lodge. And it's, yep, and the Rene author, Lodge, she wrote yeah, a yep. book, Why Am I No Longer Talking to White People About Race? <laughs> Right. Yeah. And that's one I read too. And okay. that one was harder for me to get into because, um, she's a, she's a, she, she was her, much of her original work was in blocking. And so mm. the, the book was, um, was tougher for me as, as a beginner. Um, but it's definitely got a lot of really important issues. She, it's like the intermediate reading almost because she okay. talks about issues about like intersectionality yeah. and being a feminist and also being a racial advocate and like why it's so important. But to really like be comfortable reading through to, to understand, right, to internalize why she's mad, you have to first understand why yeah. you aren't aware of what you're not aware of, right? Because you, you don't know what you don't know. Yep, exactly. And thank you for that, because that that's important, too. And it's I'm glad that you said that, because some of these um, I, I'll be on. I don't know if they're for beginners or like you said, intermittent, yeah. you know, and so I, I'm glad you have that have that knowledge for us. Um, and then that I want to share with you, because you just mentioned it is interest intersectionality matters. And it's mm -hmm. by the African-American Policy Forum. Yep. Yeah. And intersectionality is really like, it's the idea that certain social movements like overlap, right? And some people will use certain social movements as an excuse to marginalize or delegitimize other social movements. The idea that like, you know, you can't be a feminist and advocate for racial rights because you need to be focused more on women or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, and in many of these conversations, the notions of race, because Americans tie it into slavery and well, that's, you know, the social, the civil rights movement already happened. We're, we right. cured ourselves of racism. It's done. Um, I think it often they get pushed aside. Right. And yep. so those black issues and black voices yeah. often get marginalized and um, exploited because they, they are seen as archaic at this point, right? Like it's old mm -hmm. news. Yep. And, and that actually leads directly into my final one I wanted to share with you. Um, if you're looking for a more historic version, historic version and more historic telling of like kind of from the beginning, not beginning, obviously, but uh, 1619 by The New York Times, which yeah. it kind of goes through uh, the story Yeah. Um, from really the English colony and Virginia, you know, everything Africans coming over here and all of that. Um, and so I think that's an important thing to do as well as understanding kind of how we got to where we're at yeah. um, here. And yeah. And really looking at the systems being put in place continually to really suppress people of color. Right. Um, and so go listen to other podcasts that aren't us <laughs> during this time. Like, you know, our next episode is going to be really fun, but this one is really, really important. I think you should go, go, go look around and educate and, and, and spend some time feeling uncomfortable in, in, in your whiteness. Yeah, you know, because you, you don't you don't do a lot of growing when you feel comfortable. Yeah, and I think that that's something where, it, you know, and, and maybe like Max said, if you, if you have to take that break, but try to get back to that you know place where you're learning and feeling uncomfortable about growing, you know, yeah. and getting there. Um, 
it's like going to the gym, right? Building your racial stamina is legitimately like building a muscle. And so the first couple times you go, you're going to have to start out on the training wheels. You're going to have to start out with the, the two and three and five pound weights and you do light reps and, you know, but you go and you do it and the sooner you get stronger, like just keep going. That's all I can ask is like, don't, don't, yeah. don't stop. Don't let this yep. movement stop. Because if, if this is a flash in the pan for white people, if white people just say, okay, we, we were on the news for two weeks. Now we're bored and we're going to go home. Right? Like we can't, nothing will change. If we all just go back to our homes in a couple of weeks, nothing is going to change. We have to keep talking about it and we have to keep fighting for the equity rights of our fellow human beings. The, the world is talking about how nothing is going to be the same once COVID stops. Yeah. And, and, you know what? Nothing needs to be like we should nothing should be the same after this. Like we should be pushing and progressing and and pushing for for um for for our community. Like we we need to we need to not let this die. You know, this needs mm-hmm. to keep going. Um absolutely right. Um Max, you said when we talked before um, that you had somebody who's written kind of a guide. Is is do you want to share that now? Because I have something. Yeah, yeah, sure. So one of the things there's just a basic outline um, of a dear person to me, um, my fiance actually, Elizabeth McCorvey, wrote an article for the Lexington Herald Leader that's basically an outline guide for how to talk to black people about this. And I think it's really important because if you're not careful and you go into this clumsy and you go into this ignorant your ignorance does damage. Like microaggressions are a thing. If you don't know what those are, you haven't done enough work, right? Like, so just all these little things that, that we do that are harmful that we don't even know about. Yep. Um, and so being able to approach this intelligently and with a, a rough set of informed skills is very important. So if you just Google the Lexington Herald leader, um, Elizabeth McCorvey, it's like the first thing that comes up. Awesome. Yeah. And it was an opinion piece. So good, good. It should be the pop. Um, Morelli Cassandra Harper on Instagram also wrote a 10 step guide in the yeah. same kind of um, vein. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about also micro transa- uh, transactions, geez, video games, microaggressions. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the YouTube channel that I wanted to point po- people for towards um, it's called Real Chats with Jake. He's done two episodes so far. The first episode he did with um, is called uh, Education on Racism, and it's with Brandon Good. So mm-hmm. Brandon is a good friend of mine. He's actually going to be on our show um, next week. Excellent. And then the um, second episode is what you exactly were talking about, microaggressions, is how not to be a racist with Jay Jackson. And, and so she talks about microaggressions and things that white people are doing that we don't know are racist but are. Yeah. And that's something that I, that I know I have to be educated on um, severely at this point. Um, and, and that's what's so scary about all this, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's just like there's just so much there's so much of it that's woven into the fabric of our culture yeah. and our society. And that's why we call it white supremacy culture is because it has become as easy as breathing for us because we're used to it. Um, but like it's it's everywhere and you have to start by identifying where you are on the journey and start like doing that research and doing that personal work and learning these things so that you can be a better human being for other people Mm -hmm. yes absolutely um so that is mostly the resources that i had 
yeah. to share. What I want to also share too and, and touch on a little bit as well, um, because this is popping up too, um, is, is the police state in America. Mm-hmm. And so there are three free ebooks. And Max, let me send this to you so you can um you can look at this for me as well. Cool. Um, here you go. All right, check those out. And so what these are, it's called verso.com, V-E-R-S-O.com. These are three books that you can get right now, free of charge. And it's going to educate you and help you kind of more understand the police system in America right now. And it's The End of Policing by Alex S. Vitale, um, which goes through, um, it really attempts to kind of... It's an academic research book, but it kind of attempts to discuss and, and, and reveal the tainted origins of modern policing as a tool of social control, essentially. So we need to. So we were starting with looking kind of like how the police system was actually set up for social control. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second book is goes into that even further. It's called Police, a Field Guide, um, which goes down and kind of focuses on really a lot of um it, it it's it presents a guide that that really kind of reinvents and demystifies the language of policing in order to kind of better prepare activists. So essentially, um, police brutality is what we're looking at. So it's kind of going through and showing how that happens and and what mm-hmm. we can kind of try to do to, to combat. Um, and then the last one that's free on there that you can take a look at. Oh, I'm sorry. And that one was by David Correa and Tyler Wall. Um, the last one that I wanted to share is Policing the Planet, and it's a collection of firsthand accounts from activists with the research um, of some scholars and kind of different artists and kind of traces global spread of the broken Windows policy strategy, mm-hmm. essentially, which if you don't know what the broken Windows policy strategy is, um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong about that, Max, but for me, it's it's the f- fixing not fixing, but making the community better and greater will get rid of a lot of the crime and the need for policing is the broken windows policy. Does that sound about right? Or am I off on that one? Yes. No, it's, it's correct. It's the idea that like, if you target minor crimes, you can help create an atmosphere of order and lawfulness by, and therefore present, prevent more serious crimes. Yep. And so those are free right now. You don't have to pay any money for that. And you can kind yeah. of better find out, educate yourself about really why the policing needs to change and, right. and, and why it's it's been such a a bane in, in, in our society for a long time. And, and so go check those out. Um, yeah. Take a look at that. And I have one last book to add that kind of contextualizes a lot of this in American history, because I know a lot of people are always like, well, you know, this isn't such a big problem. It's a problem at a bureaucratic level, like, and that's part of why it's tricky talking about this when you get into systems of capitalism as people with special interests accrue more money and have more political and governmental and bureaucratic weight, their needs get prioritized. And it talks about that. The book is called The Color of Law by Richard Rothstein. And he is a teacher out, I think, at UCLA, uh, a law professor. And he basically chronicles the history of the development of our country and the way that we segregated, our government segregated America on purpose over the course of its development. 
So check that out too, because if you think if you think we live in a country that is fair and equitable, you haven't been you <laughs> haven't been reading the right stories. You haven't been yep. listening. Absolutely. Yep. Um, Max, is there anything else? Yeah, my my big thing I want to point out here is this is something that a lot of people wrestle with, and a lot of you you're going to feel frustration, right? You're going to feel defensive. You're going to feel angry and that's all okay. Like it's okay to have all of that, but don't let it drive you away. Right. Cause all of this is based in history, right? Like America is a country founded on genocide and slavery, right? That is what built our country. And until you can admit basic stuff like that, it's really hard to delve more deeply. So taking a step back, understanding the big picture, right? So you're going to feel angry. And a lot of that anger is born out of paradox, right? Because this this whole thing as white people engaging in this conversation, there is so much paradox around our role and what, what is being asked of us. So at the same time, we are being called on to speak up, right? To, to, tell, to tell government officials to vote, to 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 march, to protest, to participate and say, we are tired of this. At the same time, we are being asked to quiet down and sit down and let other people speak, right? And there's going to be a lot of that. There's going to be a lot of sort of paradoxes inherent in this process, right? Like talk about it with your friends. Um, don't talk about stuff you don't know about. Do your own work. It's like, well, do I do the work or do I talk talk about it? It's like both right? Like all of it. And so in understanding that there will be that inherent paradox in what's being asked of you and not getting so mad at feeling confused that you just quit is vital to not only the longevity of this movement and the longevity of your commitment to it, but the longevity of the lives of black Americans and people of color in America. Yes. I think I would like to add on to that too. Um, to kind of finalize just this episode is, is listen and, and trust, because I think that's something that's really important in this. Um, cause it, I, I'm, I'm not black and I don't know what that life is like. And so the, what I can do is, is I can help try to educate myself, but I can listen and trust the people who are and the people who have lived through that life and, and, and do know what that is like. Um, does this no good to, to sit here and say, well, yeah, but, you know, just listen and try, you know, I, I think that's really important. Yeah, absolutely. These, these are voices that have long been silenced by many different groups for various reasons. And it's time to let them have the microphone. Yes, absolutely. Um, and with that, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, absolutely. Let us know what you think. If you have questions, feel free to reach out to us. Absolutely. You can always reach us to reach you can always reach us at any of our social medias. We have said them a long time. Um, but um, I'm at Damped Mango and Max. I am at Max Baron Reed on Facebook and Twitter and yeah. Gmail and YouTube and Instagram. And we want, we want you to reach out. Like, yeah, I, I have an email for this podcast. 
podcast mm-hmm. at infinitepulp.com. Um, I've used it once <laughs> with one of my with one of my guests, and that's it. So Glorious. send us in. Like, let us know. Like, and if you have something you want to say, let me know and let's talk. And yeah. we'll get you on. You know, like I, I'm 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 open. So let us know. And that's it today. For today. Now go forth for the rest of your lives. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, this is this is not an outline. This is an introduction. No, absolutely. This is the first sentence of the copyright section mm-hmm. of the book. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. So please, um, like I said, we're going to post all of the things we talked about today on the description. Um, check that out. I will also be posting everything I talked about today on both of my social medias. Um, so both Twitter and uh, Instagram, you'll be able to check everything out that we talked about. Um, so go look it up if you have any questions or if you want to find out and, um, yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes. Thank you. And, and thank you for, for not letting this be it. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Bye.